I'm fucking trashed. I want to get there. All we have what are you is drinking? chug. Well, all we have is like high life. So if I get enough to get trashed, I'll be sitting here next to like seven cans and be 15 pounds heavier. What's wrong with that? That's very fair. I'm going to go grab another can. <laughs> that was easy. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight of the Scarlet Hall and into Nyalotha. I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I am Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, Horde Punching Bag, and Willing Participant in the Church of Nazoth. Blessed be. Oh, man. I got to visit my dad's house yesterday, and I'm going back for seconds tonight. Do you think that's how, like, recently divorced kids, like, who, like, it hasn't sunk in yet? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to dad's cool new hotel house. (laughs) But speaking of dad's new house, I just want to start off episode 57 by saying that we've been saying the name of his house wrong for months now, and apparently it is Nihilotha instead of Nihilotha, but who's to say? I will willingly not do that. It's Nihilotha to me, darn it. And it's Urel, but it's not Mario. So sorry, Andrew Radon in second grade, you're incorrect. We have so much to run through because, man, I have not stopped playing 8.3 since I, I come home and I'm like, huh, gotta do all the gear. And now that Tuesday's hit and we have all this new gear leveling shit to do, man, oh man, I have gone crazy. And I don't think, did I officially say last week what I was playing for Raid? No, You but- did? I think that you did make an announcement, but it was very minor. What is the official I, well, I, you know, I say it now as if I'm unsure, but I, I went to raid last night and I was like, I guess I'm doing this on my death night. It's happening. It has to happen. And I've started to gear him more than my mage. And he has caught up to my mages. I level already with all this gear. Wow. So I'm playing, I'm playing unholy and I'm, I'm playing it pretty okay. I, after raid, I, I put some of my, uh, my logs into wild analyzer and they didn't have any tips for me. And I was like, really? You don't have any? Any suggestions at all? I just started playing this guy. Huh? And no one's gonna give him tips. What? Some world we live in. <laughs> I guess I'm writing the tips now. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm melee again. It just feels really odd. I, I guess we can just slide. No, wait. We have to talk about what, what we did in a while. I'm just so excited with so much to talk about. Like, my brain is all over the place right now. Also, we can no longer slide into things. Now we must use our Allen wrenches and wrench our way in because Allen. <laughs> it's me, Allen. Except that's not really my name, but I'm afraid everyone's going to think my name is really Alan. I feel like this whole episode is going to be kind of what we did in WoW this week, but I guess if there is anything in particular interesting besides the like typical 8.3 stuff that we are going to talk more extensively about, we can do that. I guess we can kind of squeeze them together, right? So here, I'll start. I did a lot in WoW, but I think what I want to talk about the most is I finally turned on War Mode back again after I Ooh. thought I was safe. I was like, okay, I'm safe now. <laughs> You're ready to go back to the salty spittoon with me and the boys, huh? Getting your ass eaten out. Oh, man, let me tell you, my ass hat was eaten out several times, but in a fun way. By turning this on, I, I did it so I can get Conquest in the regular assaults that are happening still. And after I was killing some Horde, I got a quest from Father Nazoth, and it was the Sliver of Nazoth quest, which basically is like, hey, be my servant. Go kill 10 of your own faction and... You get the title Servant of Nazoth, 150 Conquest, and a toy. So I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll try that shit. Did you remind complete us, it? When you answer that, remind us what the toy is. Uh, Well, I did not complete it. I tried several times. But the toy, when you use it, you become uh, that word they use, Yas, Yas something. It's it's the faction that is hostile to everybody but other people who are voidy. I guess it has some uses because it makes all hostile enemies neutral towards you. So you can kind of walk through an area of bad guys and they're all yellow tagged. But people on your own faction are going to be red tagged along with the horde. Hmm. But getting it getting it is a pain in the ass. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it legitimately. I think I'm going to need you two to help me out and just feed me your <laughs> tunes to kill. I was literally just about to be like, we got to find some high up mountain 
and we just got to keep coming over there. And it's only going to take longer because when you kill us, then it takes like two minutes to spawn, then four minutes. No, get this. It's even worse than that. You're going to have to get on different tunes. So I have to kill 10 tunes, right? 10 alliance characters. However, once I kill somebody, they gain a debuff where a servant of Nazoth player cannot kill them again for 10 minutes. So you can't farm the same guy over and over again. It counts for even those who are below 120. So I found some people leveling. So like they're like 113 in Dressbar, and I one-shot them, and it counted. And Nazoth literally said, yes, yes, kill more. And I'm like, oh, geez. All right, I'll, I'll try. But one of the issues with it is, is if you have this, and you get Horde Slayer at the same time. Remember, when you get Horde Slayer, you're a bounty yeah, and you're, you can't you're on the fly. Map. So you're fucked. You're grounded. And, the, and not only are the Alliance trying to kill you, but now the Horde know where you are and they're going to try to kill you. And that happened to me so many fucking times. I will say it is kind of weird that it gives you a Horde Slayer status when you're slaying Alliance. I, th- I think it's just because it, it ticks on you naturally when you're in war mode and you've killed, like, Horde players. So it's just, like, a, another fucking chaotic piece of the puzzle for getting this achievement done. Yeah, but you weren't killing Horde players, right? Well, so to so I had to engage in uh, war mode activities before I was given the, the chance at having the Sliver of Nazoth. So I started off by killing Horde, and when I killed Horde, then Nazoth gave me the quest. And because I had already previously killed Horde and was an assassin, there's like a chance for me every like minute or whatever to upgrade to Horde Slayer. So they're like so weirdly tied together that it's really hard to get done. I see, I see. What I did do was I found a group. I, f- I would find groups that were like, hey, join me. I'm doing the Sliver of Nazoth quest. And this one fucker from Ragnaros was doing such a good bamboozle. He was sitting on a mountaintop in Drustfar. And when I flew to him... I, to activate your your voidness, you have to stab yourself with this dagger. And when you stab yourself, you are brought down to like 10% health. Or sometimes you just fucking die outright and Nazoth laughs at you for trying to fucking do this. I'm, I'm flying to my, my party member so we can work together and get these alliance kills. And as I land in front of him, I said, okay, I'm going to put on the quest. But he was already hostile to me. Even though we were in a party, because I hadn't yet joined the void side and he had, he could kill me. And when I fucking landed, he tried to kill me. Oh, we, no. We had, we had agreed that we were going to do this together. And as I land, he starts shooting at me. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So I had to kill him. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we were going to be partners. Like, we were going to team up. And now you made me murder you. And now you lost the quest. And now I don't have a partner. So then he felt sorry. He just, I don't know why he felt sorry. But then he followed me around and he helped me kill other Alliance players. So it was a weird, like, guy trying to heist he, me turn into like- me. Would he run into groups of alliance guys like, oh, there's something cool in this cave. Let's go look at it. How how does he assist in killing his own faction? He would fly around and scout for me. So he would fly over the towns and see how many alliance there were and who was single. And he would follow the people who were alone and tell me, okay, they're alone now. Come in and get them. Because if (laughs) I did that, the guards and other players would try to kill me. So because he was still alliance tagged, he was just doing it for the hell of it. I see, I see. It's creating weird, like, shysty ways to play. Like, I think people are making groups where it's like, oh, there's a rare mount up here in Najatar. Come and get it. And when you join, you're in with, like, four void people who just one-shot you and kill you for the for the achievement. It's like Nazoth's corruption is working and we're fucking bamboozling our own teammates out here. I love it. What about you, Aaron? What was your week in WoW like? My week in WoW, I was catching up on all the 8.3 goodness. You know, doing the visions, doing the Nazalts saving people but the biggest thing that i had to save was the pride of the worgen race yes i did the worgen heritage quest for the armor rather and it was awful is this the one that we talked about in the past with uh test screaming Yes, it was. So I already knew it was an It's Wonderful Life type of story. But adding the visuals and doing some of the other stuff in it just made it made me even more upset. So for one, one you actually get in it, which by the way, it starts off, you have to do some random quests with the night elf priestess who sort of found out how to make the worgen calm. And she was like, I need you to bamboozle a bunch of worgen into coming over here so I can siphon their blood to try and find a cure. Hmm. I was like, <laughs> um, so I'm in Duskwood roping test subjects so she can do it. And then she kills one and she's like, 
well, that's a better fate than being a living worgen. I'm like, what? what? I was like, what the actual fuck? I am <laughs> right here. Yeah, I was going to say, you're literally talking to a worgen. What the fuck? And eventually she's like, so go to the big magic circle where the dragons used to come out in classic, and you and Tess will fall asleep, and then you'll find out what it's like to be a worgen. So I did that, <laughs> and she gets up, and she's got a fucking sick-ass model. I didn't think about the fact that, like, you'd actually see her, but, like, you're fighting side-by-side in Gilneas with her, and she's awesome. They even gave her, like, a worgen voice, which I think is just the test voice pitched down, but I'm like, hell yeah. Uh, We are going around, we wound Nathanos, and then we chase his stinking, rotting corpse around, and we kill him. Something Something that the entirety of the Alliance cannot do, Tess and I did in a weird dream alone. Oh, so since it's a dream, it's not canon, right? It's just a... No. Oh, yeah. that's sad. It's just... And so someone could be like, well, that was Nathanos back in 2010. He wasn't as powerful, but whatever. I'm counting it as a win. And then you and Tess keep tearing through people, and it's like, well, I love the strength and power of the Worgen. I never want to let this go. And then Night Elf is like, mm, she's getting too powerful as a Worgen. Time to end this. And I'm like, No. She should be proud of who she is, damn it. What, why would they make that a quest? I, I still don't understand. Like, you're a worgen doing it. Why are they shitting on you? I don't know. Like, is there a player out there who's like, I'm a worgen, but Gilnean pride. Like, no one likes being a British human, which is what the entirety of the quest is about. But anyways, so the two of us stumble up on Sylvanas firing an arrow at Gen, and then Liam still gets hit because I guess we were... The, the whole thing is like, oh, you were too obsessed with vengeance. You killed Nathanos instead of blocking the shot. But then she gets mad and she's like, I'm still so mad. And you have to kill the spirit of anger in her. And then through that, she's like, I understand that being a worgen is bad. Worgen or not, we're all Gilnean. I'm like, fuck you. You're like, I'm literally a worgen. So like, wh- yeah, what? I, I choose to be a worgen. <laughs> you, I don't like shifting back. I hate it. But anyways, in the end, they gave <laughs> us the heritage armor, which is a very nice suit that fits incredibly better than I thought it did. I think way back when, when we were giving it grades, I gave it a C. I'm upgrading that to a solid B+. All right. Hoorah. I really like it. By the end of your story, I was worried that you were going to tell me that, like, test you in, like, a a conversion camp like to try to like all right well we're locking you up until we find a cure for this shit no uh, pretty I mean, that's what that that bitch is doing in duskwood she had like three or four of them and we only killed one but she's like i will continue my diligent work on finding a cure bitch don't worry you horrid beast i'll fix you soon enough yeah don't worry keep fighting for the alliance until we find a cure and then i'll destroy you then you can be a less <laughs> useful human again, you disgusting piece of filth. <clears throat> I'm all hyped up now, but at least I got my suit. Immune, what did you do in the World of Warcraft? Okay, so as previously mentioned, I did a whole lot of the overall new 8.3 content, which we will dive back into in a bit. But before 8.3 came out, I think I've talked about this a little bit in the past weeks, but my hunter came out of nowhere. He like got crazy geared towards the end of 8.2.5. He got to the point where I'm like, do I actually want to try maining a hunter, a BM hunter in 8.3? And ultimately, I decided not to because of the lack of account-wide essences. And that I felt like that was just going to set me back too much. Agreed. Don't let that stop you. I'm following the dream, and we have seven healers in raid. <laughs> you could become a hunter. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, maybe I should have done it, because we have seven fucking healers. Kata had to switch to, like, Rat Pally because we had too many. And honestly, six is even too many. I think you're only supposed to have, like, five, right? Yeah, five is definitely the max you should be having in any raid. Like, and we didn't even have 30. We had, like, 24. 24, 25. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure as the weeks go on, our raid will dwindle and I will be one of the three healers again soon enough. For now, I feel like it's going to be a little awkward while we shake out into whatever comp we need to be. Since you guys had some fun. I'm, I'm playing Genji every match, no matter what. Oh, well, I insta locked Widowmaker. I'm going to play Hammond. 
Boom! <laughs> Perfect comp. <laughs> but since you guys had fun little stories about your week, I will talk about when I was catching up in the Heart of Azeroth campaign on Metalloid, my hunter. I was to the point where you need to help Kalik uh, and find Alexstrasza. And I was just, you know, flying in. What region is that? The Twilight Highlands? Is that where it is? Yes, it is? Twilight I Highlands. Anyway, so I was just flying there and then. I was thinking about how Slide was telling me a few weeks ago that if I want like to be a top tier hunter, it's important to have a spirit beast pet because they allow you to heal yourself or other people a little bit more. And they're just overall, I feel like the best type of pet right now, it seems. And I am flying through Twilight Highlands. I'm trying to find Kalik where he's at. And then I'm just like, what is that down there? And I, I turned the slide. I'm like, can I tame this? And it ended up being a spirit wolf just chilling. Like, right next to where Kalik mm. is for that part of the quest. And it, its name was Karoma, I think. And I guess this is like the spirit bear that slide you grinded out at some point. It's on the same timer. So it's like every eight to ten hours that it spawns. And I just happened to just see it. Fuck and, you. <laughs> yeah, and it's lucky, too, because, you know, somebody could have just come and, like, BM'd and killed it. So I couldn't have tamed it. But, no, I was, like, the only one there because everyone's past the point where they're bothering to do this hard of Azeroth the quest and that just happened to be where we spawn because you even asked so we have a we have a top tier hunter in our in our guild who just loves getting pets and she was like oh my god that's so lucky it took me like 18 hours to get that one and i'm like you literally just walked up on it and said yeah that's mine i feel like we can head on into a segment we haven't had in a while how long has it been since we've actually raided uh, three months i think yeah i was about to say three three and a half months so at least Slide and I got to set foot in the Nihilotha raid last night for the first time, and we downed some bosses. It was Cubby Bub's birthday. I'm not blaming that. I had a great time, but I did not get to go to Nihilotha, and I was replaced by another fire mage. A mistake that will never be made again. And if you want to see that fire mage YouTube content, go to youtube.com slash Gandolin because our boy makes YouTube guides for something. I remember he made a lot in Legion. I don't know if he's made any, any for BFA, but he how, everything being actually pretty good videos. How to steal a spot in a raid team. Oh, hey, everyone. It's uh, Gandolin. Uh, just log <laughs> in when it's his girlfriend's birthday and uh, just take a spot. So... We start off Nihilotha, and we face the Corrupted Rathion, and, you know, it, it kind of felt like overall your typical first boss fight, but it is kind of cool to be facing a classic dragon again, so he had the, you know, typical don't stand behind him because of tail swipe, and don't stand in front of him because he's a dragon. I'm not gonna lie to you, I was scared as fuck, because I remember how bad Emerald Nightmare was for the skill. <laughs> I was just was thinking Nightmare. about her. We could not get dragon mechanics down on Nithendra. She downed us so many fucking times that I remember what we spent like what like the entire first raid period was just on Nithendra back then, wasn't it? It was fucking terrible. Yeah. But we fucking pulled through. I, I mean, we had what 26 people. We had seven healers, so no one should have died except me. I I died immediately because I forgot how the mechanics worked, and we did good. I mean, I watched everyone do good as I lay in a puddle of black goo. Yeah, That's usually my experience. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a pretty easy fight. We're like, oh, I will preface this by saying we are starting on normal, and you know we're just typically a heroic guild, so our cap is not as high as some people. But Yeah, I would say we're a pretty slow-moving guild at most times. We, we'll get the content done, but it, it might take us a little bit here and there sometimes. But I was actually really impressed with how we did, because normally I feel like it takes us a lot longer to hit this point where, you know, like five bosses down. You guys beat five of them? Yeah, we're we, but there's 12. So it's we're five oh, out okay. of 12. And yeah, it's it, it felt like it took forever to get these five down. Aaron, you were so worried. The raid's already done. You guys fucking yeah, beat would, it. Well, <laughs> if you remember the Jaina Chronicles. I know that if, when Phoenix, or I'm sorry, when newly christened Uno Mas defeats a boss, sometimes they don't like to go back and fight it. This is true, and that took us a while to get you, and then there were a few other people that final kill. But also, you said it. It's kind of big news. I don't think we've said it on podcast. We have an official name now, right? Yes, the vote 
came through and no longer are shenanigans are we though it was was winning the poll we did a democratic vote where we let all of the guildies choose what their name was going to be and we are now called uno mas and the only issue now is that on wild progress our guild isn't updated so i can't check it regularly at work like i normally do normally i'm like oh where are we on this ranking like 4001 server okay but it's broken now so apparently if you change your name on wild progress they actually recommend you not to do that so i mean i'm fine with that i'd rather have a better name anyway so who was okay who was the second boss normally i have bosses memorized better but i feel like i don't remember who we killed second the second boss that we killed his name is mott he is kind of like one of those big statue people can we just okay we are hereby gonna rename mott to mount because the minute everybody saw him they were like i want him as a mount i want that guy as a mount and i'm like guys we can't write this guy he's a human he's a being (laughs) says you if i can have the guild herald and the little guild boy as pets then i can have a man as a mount too he's like a he's he's like a tolvier but he has like he's like a winged tolvier so he's like half man half cat he's a cat man he didn't cause any problems either though we we killed him pretty easily maybe what we wiped three times on him yeah we wiped two or three times but the first wipe we purposely just hung on as long as we could and then he went to enrage because like since we have seven healers he killed like two-thirds of the raid almost and four healers were still alive so like the four healers a tank and a few dps lived for like 10 extra minutes it was kind of a waste of everyone's time and we should have just outright wiped but i think we just wanted to see more of the fight yeah i mean and as i lied face down on the ground i realized a lot of the mechanics as i was watching them like i was like oh that does this oh that does that so it it definitely did help that we did the fight longer it just yeah it just ate some time up but eh, you live when you learn you die and you burn live and learn hanging on the edge of tomorrow. So the third boss was one that Slide and I had no idea what was happening during it. It was the prophet. Ooh, girl. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, you talking about the prophet's creator? Were you in the prophet's creator? Yeah, uh, we had no idea what the fuck was happening during this fight. He was a giant bug boy, and he at some point sent people into different phases of consciousness, and we did not know what was happening. All of the other guildies were talking about like, oh, if you're if you see him by a certain marker, let us know so then we can all fight him because I guess he was making different visions of himself, but I had no idea what they were talking about. Excuse me, I'm pretty sure that she's a female because she oh, has boobies. She's got boobies. That means she's a lady. Can we not misgender our bug folk, please? There are <laughs> There are allies in this. I'm actually really unsure. I'm. I thought she was a a girl, but you said he, and now I'm like, oh shit. What gender was Prophet Skitra? Okay. Well, first off, I will say this is not our ally because we are actively fighting them. <laughs> Shut up. Also, on the Wowpedia page, it says, The Prophet Citra wields dominating mind-bending magics and confuses his opponents with illusions. Fuck! He has ponytails! No, I don't know if they're ponytails. Like you've never gone to the Vault of Midnight and not seen a ponytailed man. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, I thought it was a lady. Okay, does, does, does anybody really know? Okay, fine, whatever. It's going to be weird next week when we fight him and he goes like, Ah, oh, you hit me in my bug dick! That I have because I'm a bug man. <laughs> oh, but yeah, this fight made no sense to me. Like, so you either get a red orb or a purple orb, and you have to run away from the red orb, which is yourself, which I got. I got purple orb. I don't understand. All I remember was Lynn was saying, "Who is in purple? What marker?" And I'm like, "I'm in purple. Uh, I see four bugs, but they're all casting the same thing. I don't understand." And, and then everybody at once said, "It's a green." It's at green. And I'm like, I'm staring at green. And I'm like, green looks the same as all the other fucking markers. What are we talking about right now? So I have no clue how this boss works. But apparently, it's like a where's wall that you don't spot the difference. And if you find it, you win. Luckily, everyone else was able to find it because I would not have been able to win. The next boss is the Dark Inquisitor, which is the one where you see Ajara. And Ajara is being held captive by her. And you have to, you're basically working to free Ajara because she promises that she will help you defeat Nazoth because she alone knows the way to defeat him. This one 
made me uncomfortable. This fight, first of all, A, I'm a Death Knight with no mobility. I fucking miss Mage Blink. The amount of times I pressed my three button trying to blink and I couldn't was disappointing because there's so many things you have to move constantly throughout to avoid this bitch. And then during the whole fight, Ajara is chained up and giving anime girl moans as she's being attacked by Dark Inquisitor. Ah, she's like, no, yes. She, she's like, ugh. Champions, uh, and I'm like, oh, Nason, like she wouldn't stop. And then even more problematic, even scarier. While you have to listen to Ajara anime girl moaning in pain, you have to play a game of soccer. <laughs> yes, actually, though, but hundred percent, there is actual soccer being played in this one. Because, because like, I guess. I don't know why that's so funny. To me. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get your penny from like the coaches, the back of his van. <laughs> you, you know, you you think this is a goof, but you'll see next week that it really is not that much of a goof. Like for some reason, the Dark Inquisitor launches these like void orbs out, and you have to like pass them around the circle and like literally like throw them into a goal. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> Dark Inquisitor must really fucking love soccer. And on on normal mode, you only three of you to do it. Apparently on heroic, you need nine. So fucking brush up your fucking footy skills, because apparently we're all playing soccer eventually. It seemed interesting, though. I never felt like I was in particular danger, probably because I, we had three people who were pretty competent at running these orbs, and maybe that's why I never felt like anyone was dying. Also, the fact that we had six healers. Okay, we had too many fucking healers, and I'm not going to lie, I did recruit a lot of these healers that we have currently. Uh, four of them may be Resto Druids, but we had people come back who I did not account for. So people who just appear out of nowhere to heal again, I'm like, oh, right, Dolly, you exist as a person. I forgot you were playing. You came as Resto. And so I'm like, oh, you fucked my fucking ratio. And it's awkward because we can't ask the new recruits to go DPS because they came specifically to heal. So I'm like, oh. That's why I feel like it kind of, I should learn Shadow, I guess. I don't know. Ooh, I like that idea. That'd be cool. Ooh, the dark era of immune. I don't like that idea, though, because I never really know what I'm doing. And then also all my gear is like set for holy okay well next raid boss i guess then so that since that dream's dead it was the void dragon right vexiona vexetta vexudu <gasps> what <laughs> he's back yeah and he turned into a giant void dragon i'm gonna go and grab some ice cream from the park i'll tame him yo but like the entrance like okay this whole raid is actually very cool i thought we've kind of undersold like the raid aesthetic it feels like you are like walking a, 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 along the structures that the old gods built. Like, it's super crazy. Obelisks everywhere. There's monoliths everywhere. And, like, it's, it has that weird, like, brown-red aura going on. But, brown, man, the backdrop, the backdrop to this looks like... It looks like somebody made it in, like, Photoshop in, like, ten minutes. And I don't understand why it looks like this. Yeah, like, honors, as soon as we step foot outside after a few bosses, because you kind of are, like, going through, like, this kind of dark temple-feeling place, and then you step outside onto the balcony, and you see, like, all of Nihilotha, and it's supposed to feel, like, massive. And it does feel massive, because you see, like, it goes on forever in the distance, but honors said it best when he first saw it. He's like, why does the world look so low-res? And it kind of does look incredibly low-res. Nazadi is too busy running an empire to upgrade his computer. You hear the telltale bleeps and bloops of Windows XP over there, but hey, that's all he can afford right now. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember the entrance to, what's her name? Vixonia? Vixania? Being so vast because of how you have to walk through all this shit. But the actual fight, I don't remember. What'd she do? So she has buddies um, that she calls out to help her throughout the entire time. And she, I don't know if she does or if one of her void friends puts like that blast on people. And you're supposed to aim this giant void blast to like mow down all of her allies all at once. And then I think once you do that enough, then she decides to take flight. And that's when it, things get really wild because she basically chooses a whole third of the giant platform that you're on. And then she just like flies and like rains void fire down on it and if you're stuck in there you're fucked yeah i forgot about the fucking kamehameha void wave so it, when you kill <laughs> a certain ad anybody can pick up this random orb that gives you the ability to fire a void blast and so i had it second during trash and i was firing it at the enemies but if you try to move it in any like minuscule way it just fucking goes and it moves aggressively so i went from shooting enemies 
to hitting the entire raid team and killing five people. So it's I don't like oh, holding wow. that power in my hands. So wait, this is is this something that only happens during her boss fight, or this is just something that can happen in general? It, it happens like it's a mechanic during her boss but you know like the trash before the bosses how they like kind of mm-hmm. try to teach you so it's also in the trash before her i see yeah i mean it was cool and we didn't really hit any issues it was just you know us being slow and us starting the fights and when you die you have to run back through this entire fucking vast instance so that took us what like i would say 15 minutes total of death run backs Oh, and I will say one other thing is that the elevator bosses are back, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Aaron, baby. Aaron, you're going to fucking love these fucking elevator bosses because they are aggressive as fuck half the time. And the other half, they move super fucking slow. Like, they're they're purposely made to fake you out. Yeah, but we can come mm. back to that later. It's going to be my top two. <laughs> oh, With her new dapper outfit, something tells me that Growlina's got reports lining out the door. Why don't you give us one of those, Growl? Greetings, gals and ghouls. It's your favorite bipedal wolf woman, Growlina. I'm here today with Larvon, discussing my fancy new outfit. You said you had questions about how to do veil stuff. That's why you called me over here. The only question I have for you, Lar, is how can one wolf look so good? What part of my outfit looks the best to you? The spats? The coat? Perhaps my top hat presented at such a jaunty angle. Oh, well, if I had to pin down one thing, I'd have to say the hat would be the best part. I'd have to agree with you, my friend, but just you wait till you see the dark secret I have underneath it. What does that mean? Just you wait till after 8.3, buddy. You're all in for a real special surprise. Well, that's enough showing off for now. I'm going to go kill six Mogu obelisks and then start showing off all over again. Till next time, see you, DN Army. Style, grace, beauty, fairly decent C minus reporting skills. You've got Great it all, Growlina. Big boobs. She's got some of those, I uh, assumedly. Are her boobs bigger in worgen form or human form? Much like the weapons on her hip, those titties are bigger when she's Susan. Too bad we <laughs> will never see it. Big boobs. So what? one of the new changes, because it is the second week of 8.3, is our horrific vision has shifted from Ogremar to Stormwind. Oh boy. Okay, so Slide and I ran this right before we were recording tonight, the Stormwind version, and I will say, I don't know. I feel like it was way harder than the Ogremar one. Hmm. Did you find it way harder? Yes. I thought it was going to be significantly easier because when we did the Ogremar one, I'm like, I don't know the fuck I am. I don't know what what these, like, you know, like, as we know, we get lost in in Ogremar. And I was like, with Stormwind, I at least know the layout. I know where, you know, Old Town is in Dwarven Town. So for me and the means next part of our cape quest, we have to clear one whole area that's, like, uh, not Illyria. So we had to go clear out, like, the Trade District or Dwarven Ah, District. That's, I was like, because I did just the Illyria part, and I was like, you start, like, six steps away from the building you need to go into. Yeah, it's, like, for, for early on, getting the cape unlock is super important. But our quest was, like, you need to go clear out one whole area. And I was, like, okay, I know the Horde one because I did it on my mage, but I don't know how to do it on Stormwind. Yeah, so the way these work are, like, the first, like, three or four times you run these, the quest from Rathion literally is only asking you to kill the first boss in whatever district you spawn in, so Thrall or Illyria, and, you know, that's easy, you just, if you want, you can just run right to them, and then defeat them, and it's not that hard, but we got to the point where 
Rathion is asking you to go... Okay, I will say this is a little bit of, I guess, bad design on Blizzard's part because they don't specifically say that you have to clear a whole nother region. They just basically say to go deeper into the vision. And I'm like, I don't really know what mm-hmm. that means. And that's like all the, all the clue that they give you in the quest text. Yeah, like, do I just walk there? Do I have to like make it a certain amount? Yeah, the wildhead comments were filled with, well, I didn't know what to do and I did it wrong. So don't be like me. And we were like him. Yeah, I was I was like that on Immune, and it was I was pretty pissed, not gonna lie. But we got it now on Starwind, but I didn't think we were going to. So there are different affixes in the Turic Visions. When we were doing the ones for Ogremar, it was like, oh, you're bloodthirsty, so here's some health back. Or the one, well, what's the other one? There's two of them. I believe one of them was like Mind Storm, where just sometimes electricity will go down, and you have to avoid that. And there's also one where a good pool spawns, which is weird because it's purple, just like any of the other things that are normally bad for you, but you have to stand in it, and then it buffs you. So in the Stormwind one, at least in the one, so we were, ours was to clear the trade district and free the slaves from their uh, cages. So they had like locked up a bunch of Stormwind denizens and like cages you had to break them out. And it was just some like regular like Inquisitor lady. There wasn't anyone twisted in this area from like the Alliance side. But the Apex in this fucking zone, there's a debuff that makes you occasionally jump over an imaginary line of fire. And I'm like, what does that even mean? And what happens is it's like, but about warning, warning, you have this on you. And I'm like, what? And what happens is you propel forward like 10 to 12 feet. Like you just Ooh. jump forward. So you have to aim your body correctly because if you aim it into trash, you pull more trash. So you have to aim it into like walls and shit. And it, it, it makes you bounce around like a fucking bouncy ball and you can't control where you're going to go most of the time. It's stupid. Yeah. So not only does it interrupt whatever you're doing, it launches you forward 10 feet and then it leaves a pool of fire on the ground where you launch from, which then like you know for slide and i there were just pools of fire everywhere as well as everything else that was trying to hit us it just made everything really un- inconvenient mm-hmm. and i'm in there as a as a melee death knight he's in there as a holy priest so we can't really hit things as efficiently when we're fucking bouncing around and he can't heal things right so it was just annoying and there was a fucking mob in there a tentacle mob where it will smack you around with its like tentacle dick and then it will go down into the ground and be invulnerable for like three to five seconds and pop up somewhere else so you're chasing this fucking gopher tentacle while you're being pushed around on a fire like fire leap that you can't control and it's just it's not hard it's just very annoying and very time consuming Mm -hmm. yeah so this whole stormwind vision felt like it was made just to be time consuming and i guess if that was their goal it worked because we almost didn't finish there was one point when we were finishing off the trade district where we downed the boss both of us were at one percent sanity i barely got off the cast to heal up our sanity and then we like hopped in there as we were like just going down to zero like we should have lost yeah i'm just gonna put a psa out there if you're ever in a moment where you're like should i heal my sanity or should i wait always fucking heal your sanity because you're gonna run out and you're gonna almost be like us where we had one percent left and it's, it's not worth the risk just fucking use it use them up quick but i would say Illyria is probably easier than Thrall to kill. Also, Illyria's fucking void story, like in this weird dream world, is so sad. Like, Tyrallian's dead on the cathedral steps. She's pulling her son into a fucking shadowy eyeball. And he's like, no, please don't pull me in. Ah!" His scream sounds awful. So... Illyria is the first boss. Who was the second one? The one that you fought in the Trade District? The one in in Trade District was just a random Inquisitor. I'm trying to remember. In Dwarven District, it just said, help Kelsey steal Spark something something bombs. So I didn't even see a defined bad guy there unless she gets corrupted. But Um... I mean... I guess like Zakan... Wait, yeah. Who who was the bad guy there? She is a bad guy you can fight. Oh, no. Yeah, that's... I don't like that. So it's interesting because I fe- we already talked sort of about the people of Ogremar, and it was not the people I was expecting, but they were still kind of heavy hitters. The people of the Alliance, I'm like, really? That's who we're going to be scrapping against? Who did we have? Like, like who are the other ones, um, you know? Illyria, Kelsey Steel Spark... Void Master, leader <gasps> of the Void Elves. Wait, but I I love him now. Well, 
Too bad, because probably Mage Quarters, you're going to have to fight him. Wait, do you mean um, Magister Umbric? Yes. Yeah. It's weird. I actually, like, if you told me that a month ago, I wouldn't care. But, like, I love him so much for what he does to my my, my mission tables that he's Bay now. Cut, cutting that sweet time in half. I made a whole point of saying that these people were random, but I've forgotten some of them. But that should stand to the point of just how random some of these picks are. I'm like, okay... Okay, so I will say the other ones are, I guess you have to face Matthias Shaw. That's a pretty big name. He's, you know, former sexiest yeah, NPC of the week. Big. Um, oh, and I guess, okay, so I, like after you finish the, the scenario and you come back, we got the two chests and the chests were in front of Illyria and the other one looked like it was in front of Turalyon. So I think Turalyon was technically the one of the trade district that we faced, even though we don't face him. He was just dead slash dying in the well, district well i i I remember when we were in there halford wormbane was shouting out like no i will never be yes, corrupted he he is listed as or is one of the silhouettes as oh, well yeah no i i'm sorry i just made a big goof and that is who i meant okay because i was like I, I, I was like i think that's who you mean i mean those are pretty random but they have been pretty important in a war campaign and i think that's what they're going for I think both sides are war campaign esque. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like they were just going for big players in this expansion, in this campaign in particular, as opposed to just like overarching like alliance or overarching horde. The fighting Shadow Anduin would have been pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to save the castle district and all of a sudden Velen, Shadow Velen gets up off the couch? Like, finally, I am back! So we have to see Velen die for like the fourth time. Yes, and be sad. Shadow Velen would eat our assholes alive. Like he is the big bad priest. Like he is the priest to end all priests. If he ever went Shadow, like that's it. Nobody could ever beat him in a fucking duel. Like he would win out all of them, right? Wow. You, right? Wow. I, I didn't know you guys felt this way about me. I guess I'm gonna go Shadow tonight. Ooh. <laughs> 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 Whoa. We're on a roller coaster now, baby. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I. I. It's weird because. I kind of miss the Ogremar setup because I got so used to it and I know where things are. And that's going like you would think knowing the city layout of Stormwind would be a lot better. But the affix just is so bad that I just want Ogremar back. I want to have an easy street. Just you wait. This time next week, we'll be doing Ogremar and it'll be like you become a different player. <laughs> the affix is you completely trade accounts with some guy from Ragnaros. Oh, no. Your whole UI is in Portuguese? Uh, I think it, I think they're located, I think it's just regular Spanish, I think. You have to play using a PlayStation 2 Forza wheel, as I assume they do. That would add up. Wait, so there was a post on Wildhead three hours ago, and its title is Void Raid Secret, Become a Powerful Rare Mob. Like, an actual rare mob, like, you can be, like, (laughs) a star on the map? (laughs) Wait, no, but actually, you can. Wait, what? So, get this. It says, starting the secret requires you to first complete a small secret that was found very early on in BFA beta. It's the Nagatar Blood Serpent. And it, oh yeah, it, it drops a, like a weird like abyss item. And nobody knew what this fucking item was used for until now. I, I guess it was useless until you got to Nihilotha. And once you finish this quest, if you have this item, it turns you into a Void Wraith. The Void Wraith has 4.6 million health and is hostile to all caps bolded all players wait if that's what you turn into you look like that one raid boss from uh hellfire citadel is that uh what's he called Zulharak? Zul. wow good pull there Zulharak. also i was gonna say this when we were in raid last night the ad that we have to kill uh with vexonia whatever her name is that's the same model as Zulharak. i'm pretty sure huh but but so it has a lot of health. It's hostile to all players, and you get access to six abilities. And so you use these six abilities to kill ten players, no matter the faction. You have to kill them without dying. And it says although you're very powerful, you're gonna attract a lot of attention because you're marked on everyone's maps as a golden rare spawn. So everyone's trying to fucking go to the star, and they don't <laughs> know it's a player. They're just like, oh yeah, this is a mob I can kill, and you're basically a fucking world boss. And if if you, you kill this world boss, you get fifty mementos and fifty conquest. So is it war mode only then? Do you think someone's gonna hold on to it and it's gonna be like, oh, I'm only at three of four for rare bosses, but the spawn rate's so bad, I can't do it. And it's like, Billy, 
I'll do this for you. Please honor my <laughs> sacrifice. And you become like the snake, and it's like, kill me, Billy. Kill me and complete your Murder quest. Me. Well, I guess you you honestly must be pretty powerful. So remember, if, if you're a player character and you kill the Void Wraith, you get 50 Corrupted, corrupted Mementos and 50 Conquest. If you are the the raid boss or the, the world boss, you get a slightly better reward. You get 66 Mementos and 50 Conquest. What? So you only get 16 more Mementos than somebody who can kill you? Like, that should be probably higher, or you're just that powerful, I guess. But that makes you wonder, what other secrets do they put in this game that we have not discovered until now? Yeah, I mean, like, there's that sect of people in the Discord servers that are basically just devoting their entire life to find these secrets, so... I heard that if you use the item, you kill 100 player characters, then you can unlock Sonic and Tails in Super Smash Bros. Melee. You just gotta move that bus first, right? Yeah, you gotta check under the truck and then catch Peekaboo and teach it Volt Tackle and then do it <laughs> in Veil of Eternal Blossoms and that'll open the secret Luigi and Mario 64 code. Oh my god. Guys, we didn't even mention how much the fucking Nazalts swap areas. They change areas within the map to be a different like section of the Veil and the Old Doom like world map. Yeah, so it mm-hmm. seems to me that there are like three defined regions that it like shifts between. Well, we've only seen two out of two so far. So it wouldn't surprise me if there was a third. I can see where they can make more like of a map adjustment for finishing the puzzle. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad because I was getting a little worried because I was in Old Doom all last week and I'm like, man, this zone is getting old already. But knowing that like it'll change every week and go back and forth and be a different area really adds a lot of like differences to like each map and how it works yeah so the combination of the moving region the different types of people that are invading whether it's minor or major in results uh, all of that i feel like it'll keep it fresh a little bit longer than we previously thought so that's good it's unfortunate that here we are mid or beginning of week two and it's like mm, i think it can carry me over till week three well i mean it's so weird like part of this problem is literally fucking bell you are is a piece of shit youtube contenter who creates like fake news clickbait articles like he posted one recently aaron that was literally like i have contact with a blizzard employee and he's saying that activision is pushing through Shadowlands and is rushing through all this content and this guy messaged me on Discord and he's he's probably legit but I can't verify if he's legit and I'm like why would you make this video you don't know if Please anything's tell true me the or not. thumbnail was him on his iPhone and there was a red circle around like the receiver and him looking shocked looking at the camera I mean if that was it it would not surprise me because he is garbage you know what? That's our that's our beef. Forget starting it with Man Season. We love Man Season. Let's start it with someone we actually yeah, hate. I've, and that's fucking Belluar. I, I have always loved Mad Season. I have no love for Belluar. Here we are. It's officially stamped in stone. DNR this in. is fighting Belluar. Episode 57. The gang declares their war against Belluar. It's it's literally rule one of becoming internet famous. Attack somebody more powerful than you. That's all you gotta do. I've already lost to one internet person, Warcraft personality. I'm not afraid to lose to another. Yeah, let me just say, controversy creates cash. Okay, Eric Bischoff, calm the fuck down over there. Money, 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 money. <laughs> That's Ted DiBiase, but I'll give you points for that. That's still pretty good. He's a, he's a pretty good bad guy. Okay, okay. I think it's about time for us to reel it in here. And a head on into top two, bottom boot, or medium moot. Medium moot. Aaron, what do you got this week? My top toot of the week just happened earlier today. I was re-listening to episode 56, and I was like, wowzer, zowzer. Slide put all his money in the random loot box for Islands trade. Let me do that. Oh my god, and you did? Wait, is this what I think it is? No. It's not, oh. it's not Is that Quest for Bat? It's quest not for that. Bat. Maybe one day, but I also need Damn to it. actually pay attention and care where the bat drops from. But no, <laughs> I I put it into two of the three that are on the table this week. And one of them, I just got a yak pet where I'm like, eh, you're pretty cute. I like you. But the other one, 
I got the Crag Jumper Yeti, which he what? can't fly, so he or he won't be as useful. But he's awesome. Wait, wait, fucking wait, wait. massive. He'll be cool at the beginning of Shadowlands, though, when we can't fly. No, exactly. I'll pull him out, and everyone's like, are you going to use that? And I'm going to go, no. And then I'm going to get on my four paws, like I always do at the beginning of an expansion. But No, Aaron, that mount has clout. That mount you can only get right now, that same model, only exists in like four different forms. One of them is the Wintervale mount, which is still hard to get and costs like 100k in the auction house. The other one is literally like PvP Gladiator. And the other one is in the form of like the Grons. Because it's the same skin as the Grons, right? Like as the Ponfist. Mm-hmm. So like that mount is actually pretty fucking rare. Well, your boy got it, much like how you accidentally stumbled into your sword by just, like, getting a thing. I'm like, oh, wow, a purple thing. What did I get? And I was going through my shopping bag, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty nifty. Look at all of us randomly stumbling into things. Everyone's using that sword now, and so now I spent 100 k on an item I can't even use because everyone's fucking using it because it's so cheap, and I'm so sad about it. Don't worry, Slide. You only spent 80k on it. You're right. I forgot. I got some money back from the broken ass auction house. Thank God. Also, that's a whole other topic for another day. How fucked up the auction house is. Luckily, I don't make my money on the auction house, so I don't care. Don't worry. They recently. Last I heard, it was doing really good. Uh, it, it broke, and it was eating gold, so people were losing auction house gold off all their fucking shit. But Ouch. apparently, recently, all the gold was sent out. So I think everyone's good now, hopefully. Uh... Yeah, but... Speaking of sending it out, I'm going to send this out to Immune. Immune, what did you do in the World of Warcraft? Well... Er, ah, that that's way at the beginning. Oh, shit! What's oh, your... time warp oh, to the beginning. Oh, no! Oh, no! No, you can't pull time warp. It's too late. Oh, running out of time. I drink, worry, I'm not I going drink to. one too many beers. Uh, what is your top two bottom boot medium mood? Okay. As I alluded to earlier, I have a top two this week. And this week is the return of the two elevator bosses in Nihilotha that we faced so far. And in particular, the first one. So I feel like in the history of elevator bosses, most of them take forever to come, take forever to start going up, spend forever at the top, and then send forever going back down. It's just the slowest experience ever, right? Correct. Now, I'm so sorry. I'm not hip to be a square. When you say elevator bosses, do you mean like bosses that are literally on an elevator, like Talik? Oh, no, I was just, like, referring to the meme about elevators that end up killing people or elevators that I take see. a long time yes, for yes. people to, like, get back to with the raid or things yes, like that. Yes, I've, I've experienced many of them. Yeah. Make sure to jump through the semi-translucent floor or else you'll be stuck there for 15 minutes. Yeah, or remember, like, in one of the past raids where, like, it would literally crush people? Yep. Um, anyways, so this first elevator in Nihilotha, so we all got on it. Everyone was on it. We were ready to go. We started going up, and we're like, oh, cool, Okay, so that was not that long of a wait, like, after it first came down. We get to the top, and we're like, okay, come on, let's everyone get the, get off. Um, You know, assuming we had our time to get off, because most of the time it just sits up there at the top forever. But no, I was on the far side of the elevator to where the platform was that you were supposed to get off of at the top of the spot. And there were probably, like, ten of us that were, like, similarly far away. And, you know, myself, I don't have a whole lot of movement speed, nor did I feel like I needed to use movement speed to get off this elevator. But literally, we were at the top for like three seconds and then it decided to just like yeet itself back down the elevator shaft the fastest it could <laughs> so like me and like nine of other of the other raiders are like just stunned by this and we we're like mid-step trying to get off and then all of us are just falling to our death but basically everyone started screaming because like we've never seen anything like this before like a fast elevator one that you need to like hustle to get <laughs> off of an elevator that is so expedient you need to use your cooldowns I saw a warlock burning rush off the thing like shit 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 oh, <laughs> next time I'll like precast a few feathers so I can get off this thing in time <laughs> oh, so I give this one my top two just because it was so funny like all, like all of us were just like laughing so hard at this cause like <laughs> like I've never seen anything like it it was fun shit though yeah but slide how about you what's your top two bottom boot medium boot I got myself one of them top toots of the week. So I logged on today with the full intention of doing my islands, getting my Azerite for my my neck piece, 
And instead of doing anything productive, I literally floated in the air above Vale of Eternal Blossoms for approximately two hours and 22 minutes to attempt to get a mount that apparently everybody else was trying to get. Ooh. Did you end up getting said mount? I feel like not, because that would have been (laughs) brought up before this. So what I had to do, get this, I had no idea how rare this shit was. Apparently, to even start the weight process for this mount, I had to farm a lasso. And with this lasso, you literally go, whoof, 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 and you throw it at a flyby dragon, and you hook onto it. And if you catch the dragon in time, you get the mount. And I was like, that sounds insane. What is this item called? And they're like, it's called the lasso of so-and-so. It takes hours to farm, though, or like, so good luck. And I went in my bags, and I just literally had a lasso in my bags that I must have got from trash earlier on <laughs> in the day. And I was like, wait, do you guys mean this thing? And I'm like, yeah, that thing. And then I went to the coordinates, and literally, there's like 30 to 40 other players that are flying above this way coordinate, and they're waiting for this mount to fly by. Apparently, the mount will fly by at 470% mount speed, which is super fucking fast. Remember, our mounts go at 310 speed at max. Mm-hmm. So it's going 160 faster than ours. And as it zoots across the map, you have to click your lasso and grab it. And if you if if you grab it within the time frame, then you get the mount. So say that Aaron said that you get the lasso and 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 you grab the dragon. I had six seconds from the point that you grab it to grab it, or else it would despawn. So the wow. window is very fucking tiny for an item that a takes hours to farm and b takes hours to wait for. For two hours, I sat when, there and when, waited for when this fucking dragon. When you use a lasso, is it done? To, even if you don't get the dragon. So I don't know. From what I read, if you use the lasso and it despawns at like 0.2 seconds, the lasso will remain in your bags. I think it's only expended if you catch the dragon or not. Because there was there was a lot of slash say chat going on because we're waiting for two hours. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, I should fucking be like farming my gear, doing anything else other than this. So I made a macro or I, I found a macro on Wildhead and I, I just I was spamming one while I was watching Dragon's Den which is the British precursor to Shark Tank. (laughs) So I watched two hours of Dragon's Den, pressing my one key, just waiting for this stupid-ass mount to fly by. And Immune gets home and is like, hey, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And then I I hear, boop, ivory cloud serpent has spawned. And I'm like, oh, God, oh. And apparently... Because I was just pressing one for so long that I had already lassoed the dragon and I had caught it. I literally could only see the dragon's ass 80 feet out from me. Like, it spawned so fast, and it wow. drove by so quickly that I didn't even get to see it with my own eyes. Just the fact that I was pressing one really fast got me the mount. So people were pissed, because other people, you know, were typing in chat, we were talking a lot. Maybe, I would say, like, 75% of the raid group had missed it, because it flies by that quickly. But your boy you, is oh, now you riding got around on the Ivory Cloud Serpent, because I fucking got it. I fucking got it. And that's one more mount hunt down for me. I waited for Pound Fist, and I waited, I would say, 78 hours less for this one. That fucking Pound Fist wait is worth its own episode. Yeah. 80 hours. 80 hours. It it was like, it felt like a whole week-long period of like, well, I mean... Does Slide even exist anymore? He was just like at the table in the middle of your living room. I I visited him. No, it was in his room. I visited him that weekend and I didn't, I never saw him leave that desk. (laughs) Man, when I want, when I want something done, I, I will just give everything up and just wait. I would just wait, and that's what I did today, and I'm I'm honestly really glad I got it done, because if I would have missed that mount, I would not be here today. I would have postponed the podcast just to get this fucking mount, because, ugh, it's so pretty. But yeah, that's my top two, getting that sweet-ass dragon mount. But I think with that, we're about done here. Uh, We got raided in literally 20 minutes. Oh, boy. So if you guys have any comments, complaints, issues, whatever you want to talk to us about, send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us on Twitter at Do Not Pod. What about you guys? We're going to find you on the internet. 
Well, maybe someday we will go back to having a more normal format of an episode with like a sexiest NPC again. But yeah, I was I was just about to say. I promise you, gang, the the normal format's coming back soon. Just eight point three is too fucking lit. So much content. But I am Alex or Immunization, and you can find me on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you could follow the Do Not Relent Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent if that is your jam. You can find me at the big a cheesy on twitter and if you'd like our literary musings you can find us at do not relent.livejournal.com and with that we're out of here it's time to fucking raid prep we'll see you guys next week and remember another down do not relent do not relent is a podcast within the 3hnc network representing u.s proudmore's premier podcasts that was a very good wish